Storygram Network. The content and products discussed in this program have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, nor are they intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Any decisions made around your health should be discussed with your health practitioner. Welcome to Body Talk Radio. I'm your host, Heather Morgan, Health and Human Potential Master Coach and Edutainment Curator. I started Body Talk over a decade ago in order to achieve my mission of educating and inspiring millions to a healthier way of living. Body Talk Radio is more than just a radio show. It's your gateway to information and education relevant to today's most important health topics. Delivered by top thought leaders, influencers, and world changers in the health and human potential space. If you love great health talk, listen in and join the community. Get educated, get inspired, and become a healthier you. Good afternoon, Sonoma. I'm Heather Morgan, nutrition and healthy living coach, and you're listening to Body Talk. It's the lunch hour. It's one o'clock, our new show time, and uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot better being here with you at one o'clock versus two o'clock every day. So I hope everybody got that uh, 411. I hope everybody knows that we are moved to our new time. Um, Super exciting. It's been great. It seems like since we moved to the new time, we've had uh, just a really great response. Lots of people reaching out to us, calling in, uh, and I I think think it's because we got you during the lunch hour. So I'm glad you're listening today. This is a show on healthy living. It's on nutrition. It's on taking care of yourself. It's on a healthy lifestyle. So if these are the things you're interested in learning about, hearing about, stay tuned for edutainment, which is what I like to call it because it's really, it's about education, but we like to do it in an entertaining way. So um, glad you're here. If you want to give me a call today, I'm at 707-933-9133, and um, I am taking calls and would love to hear from you. So today, what I decided I want to do, typically, almost every show, I have someone that I interview. Um, Usually, I have an expert from around the country somewhere that I seek out um, that, you know, I know is doing great things and to come in on the show and educate our community on different topics related to health. Um, Today, I am actually playing a little bit of catch-up. So um, I'm not going to be interviewing an expert today. I'm actually going to be answering some of your questions. Um, we, I have my Facebook page uh, where many, many of my clients, customers, followers, um, you know, media followers over the years follow me, and that is Body Talk Sonoma on Facebook. So if you want to connect with me, you can also do so by heading over to Facebook, go to Body Talk Sonoma, and you can uh, reach out to me, send me messages. And often my listeners uh, send messages either during the show after the show, before the show, with questions that you would like to hear addressed on the show, and so often when I'm doing when I'm doing my um, my 
my interviews during the show, I don't always get to the questions. So this week, I said, I've got to set a week aside where I can answer some of these questions, be available for people. Definitely feel free to give me a call. Um, so I am a certified holistic nutritionist, and I also um, have a bachelor's degree in education and a master's degree in, in um, as a therapist, so um, in counseling. And I have worked with people around health, wellness, um, illness and, uh, you know, helping to support people in getting on the right track with their health, um, but also, you know, getting educated, getting them on programs that help support whatever health condition, you know, you might be going through, and then getting people, of course, on the right dietary program as well to support, you know, the science, the, the nutritional science that has come out in the last really, I would say, you know, 10 years, but more so in the last three to five years has been overwhelming. You know, I think that uh, people are realizing that we really need to be looking more at nutritional biochemistry, how the body responds to certain foods. Um, uh, in particular, and more recently, the the gut and because there's just so many people out there today with digestive orders, um, neurological disorders, um, you know, you name it, uh, people's health are just, you know, compromised in ways that we didn't see 50 years ago even. And, you know, gotta, gotta look at what could be causing that. Well, our diets have shifted hugely in the last 50 years. Uh, you know, it's right around then that we started switching over to more packaged and processed foods, uh, chemicals came into our diet, you know, then that we, you know, now know are not good for us. And so what has happened is, um, People are living longer, yes, with the help and support of the medical uh, advancement. However, people aren't living healthier. They're actually living um, with brain fog, body aches, um, on medications and pharmaceuticals and whatnot. So, you know, we got to take a look at this and, you know, it, looking at nutritional science, but also looking at yourself, you know, looking at your medicine cabinet, looking at your food pantry, looking at your habits this is where this is where being healthy and living healthfully has got to start um, I can bring you the science I can because I'm a geek I'm gonna say it I'm a total nutritional science geek I read it incessantly every day I love 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 reading and learning about the latest and the greatest and health and how it um, you know, our environment and our foods are affecting our health and then what doctors are doing about it what medical science is doing about it and this whole other layer and level of uh, the medical profession which is what is now newly coined as integrative medicine or functional medicine and to me in my opinion that's where it's at. That's where you want to look if you want to get healthy, if you want to turn your life around, if you want to avoid disease. You need to start looking at the newer paradigm in medicine, the newer models that are looking more at the root cause versus looking at, um, you know, how to deal with symptoms. So, um, 
this is called functional medicine and it's the it's growing ever so quickly and we're starting to see doctors mds nds naturopathic doctors chiropractors um, nutritionists nurses nurse practitioners um, attending functional medicine courses seminars um, and getting actually certified and degrees in functional medicine. So what does that mean? Functional medicine is just finally, um, after you know years of our, our medical system really being trained in how to treat symptoms, now looking at root causes, getting back to the basics, looking more at how our bodies were designed to and have evolved to... Um, to operate optimally, but very few people today, very, very few people today are operating optimally. Are you operating optimally? Ask yourself that because probably not. Like I said, you know, as a nutritionist, I work with people each and every week. Um, I also work as a consultant to doctors. So I actually consult doctors who want to learn more functional medicine, who want to learn more about integrative and holistic approaches in their practices. So they're not having to just rush to doing pharmaceuticals with their patients. They're actually able to learn how to use vitamins, minerals, fatty acids, diet, um, you know, I mean, everything from, you know, being out in the sun and getting fresh air and movement to adding more, you know, vitamins and minerals, fatty acids and nutrients from foods. And doctors are actually reaching for that now, which is a great thing. It's a great thing that... um, Doctors are looking towards more integrative, looking at the person as a whole and trying to integrate more um, holistic approaches into their practices. And I just have to give a big shout out to our very own Sonoma Valley Hospital because Sonoma Valley Hospital is one of the best hospitals when it comes to having this type of approach for our health, for our community's health. Sonoma Valley Hospital, um, and under the director of their amazing uh, CEO, and I just think the world of her, is is right there on the prevention side saying, um, you know, we want to offer our patients options. We want to offer our patients opportunities to be whole and be well and to heal Um Holy, and here in the wine country, um, we have the ability to do this. We have access to great sunshine, beautiful, beautiful organic farming, um, and highly educated and intelligent practitioners that go above and beyond the scope of just a basic medical paradigm, but uh, further into delving into wholeness, wellness, root causes, and using nutritional therapies to build someone's health back. And Sonoma Valley Hospital right here in our wonderful own little community and town is is incorporating that. They're incorporating that not only for their sick patients, but for our well community. So check them out. They have prevention programs. They have all kinds of programs for uh, integrative uh, approaches to health and wellness. And they also have their amazing integrative cancer program. If you know of anyone who's experienced cancer, is experiencing cancer either now or has in the past, uh, you know, 
that it's just uh, it's just it's just you know it's it's another way to take care of our community. It's another way to bring education to the community as well. Hey Takeshi, what's going on? You gonna come on? So what I'm talking about is how awesome Sonoma Valley Hospital is. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. I know. I, it I is. needed to give them a big shout out. Yeah. You know, they're they're approaching health in a very unique way. Yeah. That yeah. many hospitals aren't. Definitely. Well, I think it's uh, a new generation of hospitals going on. Yeah, so. new generation of hospitals. But I would like yeah. to say that Sonoma Valley Hospital. They're really stepping it up. Not only that, they're kind of pioneers. I mean, right. they started this, what, seven years ago? Yeah. And um, they are, I would say, you know, kind of pioneers on that end. And so it's it's been really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm on my kick today about, uh, well, you know, I'm answering questions. Uh, from you're all answering questions. Questions. Yeah, I'm Let's answering questions. These questions. Okay, Let's you see. can pick one and I'll answer it. So again, letting people know, <laughs> these are questions that have come to me on my Facebook page from you, from the listeners, our community that says, hey, Heather, I heard you talk about, there was one on healthy fats. You know, I heard you talk about healthy fats and you oh. encouraged us to, to consume healthy fats, but you didn't quite tell us what those were. So <laughs> someone literally sent me that question last week. So I'm going to answer that one right Right now, um, while you take a look at those, so someone went on my Facebook page and said, "Appreciate you letting us know that healthy fats are important, but could you kind of tell us what those are?" Yeah, well, uh, what? <laughs> you want to um, guess, Takeshi? Yeah, I know a couple. You know actually. a couple? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, what is it? Avocado. Nailed it. Um, avocados, guys. That's a really can't good go one. wrong. You're you gonna get go wrong beautiful, beautiful um, fats from avocados. What uh, eggs actually have it right? Eggs do have omegas. Yeah, yeah, good for your brain, the DHA. Yeah. Good for yep. uh, also uh, fish. Yeah, fish is great. Yeah. Again, you know, fish is kind of one of those things where I'm just going to I'm going to put the disclaimer out there, guys. You got to be careful with your fish these days. Yeah, I know. You got to be careful with your fish because, you know, um, a lot of the fishes are farmed. You know, people love their salmon, but farmed salmon isn't going to isn't there's a lot wrong with consuming farm salmon. Oh, really? Yeah, there is. And 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 so what I'm going to say about that is there's farm salmon and then there's farmed salmon that's farmed in a as sustainable conscious way as possible. Right. And you just got to get up to speed on that and you got to understand it. And, and, you know, I know Whole Foods, for example, has farmed salmon on occasion. And when they do, they have a very, very strict criteria about how the salmon could, you know, is farmed or they won't bring it in. So if I'm going to do farmed salmon, which is pretty much very rare, I would only get it from Whole Foods. And that's if nothing else is available because I know Whole Foods does have a very strict policy on how they uh, bring in their their farm Okay, salmon. so you're scared of all the fish in the ocean? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, okay, so let's talk <laughs> about that. But, I mean, you know, again, I know some people are like, oh, she's a conspiracy person. No, no, I'm no. Not. Like, no I'm, they're dumping a lot of right? toxic stuff you into, know, and mercury and stuff. Uh, unfortunately, it. it's, just, it's really sad. And, and then, you know, us being where we are right now in the Pacific Northwest, it's just going all over to us. Let's look at the radiation. Yeah. I mean, that's all come our way. Millions of gallons of radiation coming over here. Coming our way. And and believe me, it, a lot of times it's not out there in the mainstream media, and there's a reason for that. They try yeah. to do it on purpose, but there is marine life dying like oh, nuts yeah. around yeah, here. Definitely. And, you know, they are trying their hardest to get it, to stop it, but it's still not... 
Yeah, Nowhere it's near. impossible, really. Yeah. You know, and then people say, oh, well, the ocean cleanses itself. No, you I know? heard that one, too. That's not true. And, it, you know, to a certain point, of course, but if you go out there, I mean, there's dumping grounds in the ocean, but when you've got all this radiation, radi- radiation. radiation dumped, and then you have impurities, yeah. you know, that are settling. So if you're doing, say, for example, anything that's a bottom dweller, Oh yeah, yeah, you like know. carp. Yeah, bottom dweller fish don't do it, no. and and fish that tend to live a long time oh, yeah. because that's where the mercury is gonna build up. You know, so you've got these right. big fishes like ahi tuna and you know giant fish that grow large yeah. and slowly over years, and then we consume that. Well, those are higher in mercury. Yeah, and then your bottom dwellers are higher in impurities and content that you don't want to be consuming because everything settles to the bottom, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, so you got all these questions on your Facebook. Yeah, on my oh, that's pretty, Facebook um, messages. That's pretty good. I mean, you got at least uh, eleven or no, twelve. That's I mean, those are just you know what good. I missed. Are them. these just the ones that you you picked? Yeah, I just put pulled those Very out good. because well, look at you, popular. Well, I you know what I'm am so I proud of you. you know what I'm an educator and I love to you know impart wisdom and keep people healthy and I think. It's what I've been dedicated to. When yeah. you're dedicated to something for a while, it starts to grow. Uh, yeah, definitely. So. so what is a good protein powder that you like to use? Okay, so did you, that oh, was you one of the one? questions that people... No, I haven't. Okay. Okay, so... Were you going numerically? Uh, yeah, I haven't even answered any yet. <laughs> I've just been blabbing because okay. I just get going and then I just talk forever. But uh, so protein powder, I was talking about protein powder on a show a few weeks back. And um, here's the thing about protein powder. I mean, it's not kind of like a scan. Like you really mm-hmm. shouldn't use a protein powder. You should just consume your own protein. Here's when, right. And, and yeah, if you want to get like, okay, so sometimes, you know, here, uh, there are benefits to protein powders. Yeah. For example, if someone is a vegan. Let's say okay, right? They're not going to get a lot of protein the way they should be. You they got it. Did have to be like basically drinking peanut shakes all day long. You got it, right? So that, that's a problem. It's a problem, and what happens is, and I've seen this in my practice as a nutritionist, is vegans will come to me and have anxiety. Oh and, yeah, yeah. You know, depression and and you know, really anxiety is a big one with people who aren't getting enough of the purine type proteins. Yeah, I have to tell you when I uh, went full veggie and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, did you? I get was it? having some anxiety yeah. attacks. I, I believe hundred um, percent. So I'm kind of yeah. glad Takeshi. I switched over to fish. Yeah, there you go. So, because you know, you gotta go a little pesky. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal: we evolved two million years. Yeah. On consuming animals, just meat. So all of a so. sudden, you know, to not have it, but you know, I mean, and then you have to look at your heritage. So there are some people, like for example, if you're Polynesian, right? Right. If you, so, then you know they do more fish and but a large amount of carbohydrate fruits and vegetables with you know less of the purine type proteins more like fish but if you're in, if you're an Alaskan from Alaskan heritage 
dude, if you move down to like, you got to be eating moose you, all day long. You got to be eating. You got to be eating a high fat, high yeah. purine protein diet. You need to be eating animals and blubber, and yeah. you know that's because that is that is your heritage. how your heritage yeah. is, and and that's what you're going to do better on. That that concept is called metabolic typing. Uh, okay, so um, wait, we didn't you answer the recommend protein pr- I wouldn't recommend one okay. personally, but. So, um, th- the Thank only you. time I would recommend protein powders is if someone is a vegan and I need to get amino acids in them because uh, that the amino acids comes from, for example, true. good quality whey protein to help with their anxiety and depression. Yeah. And then I would be very, very particular about getting the right kind of protein. And that would be a protein powder that is from a whey source that came from grass fed cows. Yeah. So, you know, cows that were right. top quality. And then also so there are certain ways that you know you can get whey protein concentrate, or you can get whey protein isolate. And I am, I, I'm a much bigger fan of the whey protein concentrate. Um, you know, you'll have bodybuilders sometimes say, "Oh no, we like the isolate." But the truth is, more and more studies have come out. The whey protein concentrate is the better way to go if you want a more well-rounded benefit from your protein. So if you want, I was just explaining, you want more well-rounded benefit from your protein, yeah. go for the concentrate versus the isolate. Oh, yeah. So there's different forms. Right, there's the concentrate right. versus the isolate. Go for the concentrate. Make sure that it's grass-fed. And also make sure that it's low heat processed. Yeah. Because it's in the heating process of the powder that actually kills all the good immunity properties, the good immunoglobins, the even the amino acid content will be less. Yeah. So you gotta have those three things. You gotta have it be organic from a whey source, low heat processed, and um what was the third thing? <laughs> this is a quiz to catch it. Don't ask um, me these things. Anyway, it's it's there. So, but uh, you know, I knew someone who was vegan, and she stopped having her monthly cycles. Yep. So yeah. she saw yeah. a uh, acupuncturist, uh, mm-hmm. herbalist, mm-hmm. and he kn- he knew off the bat what was going on. Yep. He's like, "You got to start eating meat." Yeah. Yes. And, it's, <laughs> and it's your not. Sta- your skin starts turning gray. Yes. And, it's so uh, true, Takashi. Yeah. And you know, I know people think they're doing the right thing because here's the thing. Um, you know, I understand the whole thing about consciousness and animals and I'm with you. I mean, so I, I'm very careful to eat, consume from animals that were treated well that, you know, I mean the whole thing, right? Conscious consumerism, basically consciousness, right? Um, and just, you know, you, but, but there are very few people that I've ever met in my 15 years of practicing nutrition that are well suited to be vegans. And, you know, so you got to support. And that's when I do bring in the whey protein, if they'll do it. Sometimes they won't because it's animal. It's whey. It's from dairy, you know, so it's whey. But I do, you know, I've seen, you know, vegans come to me after, and it's not always in the beginning. Usually they're flying high for the first even couple years. Yeah. Because they're, guess what's happening? Their body is actually in stress mode, so they're losing weight. Their cortisol's up. Their body's actually in stress mode, but they feel good because their energy's up from the cortisol. And it's this false 
sense of feeling good, this false high, then over time, the body starts to get sluggish, the cortisol, the, the adrenal glands poop out. That's what happened to your friend. Yep. You know, they start losing their hair, their yeah. body gets so stressed out from it over time, they lose their cycle, their it's a, it's a direct effect on the hormones. Right, right. Um, and so, there are some people, again, in the whole metabolic typing world, and that's why I do metabolic typing on all my clients, I, I determine what are your what is your macronutrient needs yours is different than mine definitely you know i don't require a ton of protein just a couple ounces and i'm good i know when i haven't had enough and i know when i've had too much um and so i do metabolic typing on people and help determine what is your what kind of macronutrient balance do you need and how much should you be eating of healthy fats healthy carbohydrates and protein and then people start to to understand what they should be eating because when somebody is say doing something extreme like paleo or vegan and i'm a fan of paleo don't get me wrong um i've seen amazing things come to people's health who do a paleo diet but i also have seen people who aren't getting enough calories on a paleo diet they're not getting enough carbs Um, if they're a highly stressed person maybe who works out a lot they need more of the carbohydrates so it really is an individual customized approach that way so asking about proteins I recommend protein powders for vegans. I recommend protein powders for cancer patients. Oh, really? Cancer patients need good nutritional meal replacement. Right. It's very digestible. It's easy for them when they can't stomach other stuff. And it's actually healing to their to the gut as well. You have okay. the, the good... Um, lactoferrins that actually heal the lining of the gut. Cancer patients often get acid reflux and that whey protein is really good for them. So, And then the third person that I recommend protein powder for is athletes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They just, just they need to feed their away. muscles yeah, after right. the workouts. If they're bodybuilders, athletes, anyone who's training hard, they're well, breaking they down the muscle. they could just kind of yeah. into it. Yeah. They're burning it all away. They're burning it all away. Right. Sometimes, so yeah. post intense workout the digestive system doesn't want a steak it doesn't want a burger it doesn't want chicken but drinking some liquid protein is much easier to assimilate and absorb post-workout to feed the muscles so those are my three recommendations for protein powder then if you are a person that just doesn't get the enough protein enough nutrition in your diet kids that's another one. Yep. You know, that's kids true. kids aren't eating enough protein in many, many cases. So that's when I would also say get a good quality protein powder or even a collagen powder, something. Put it in a smoothie in the morning so the kids get protein to start off their day. That would be that would be another one. Awesome. Well, okay, here. This okay. is going to be the one, last one. I got to go. Okay. Can you recommend natural sleep alternatives and why can't I sleep? Yes. Okay. So somebody. All right. Thanks, Takeshi. Thanks for sitting in. So, sleep alternatives. Um, This is a question that I actually get a lot from my own clients and my own customers. Um, What I'm going to do, though, everybody, is I got to go to break. So, uh, stay tuned. It's just a couple minutes. I will be back, and then I'm going to talk to you about sleep and natural uh, supplements and great natural sleep support. protocol for you. So stay tuned. I will be... 
All right. I wasn't kidding. That was only like one minute. Uh, I am back. You're listening to Body Talk. I'm Heather Morgan, nutrition and healthy living coach. So glad to be with you today. Thank you for spending your lunch hour with me. Um, This is a show on healthy living. I'm here every Tuesday, 1 to 2 p.m., often interviewing excellent experts uh, that uh, are changing lives in our world in the functional and integrative medicine industry, as well as um, answering your questions. If you have questions for me, you can either give me a call at 933-9133, that's 707-933-9133, or you can go visit me on Facebook. I'm usually looking at Facebook while I'm on the show. In fact, I'm going to start going live on Facebook uh, here in the near future during the show, which will be a lot of fun. So definitely go hit me up over at Body Talk Sonoma on Facebook. Give it a like. Follow me. Um, I'm always adding great and interesting uh, healthy living tips, articles, and it's an opportunity for you to see the show live uh, as well as send me messages with your questions. And that's what I'm doing today. Today I'm answering your questions. Um, We talked about healthy fats that I'm going to circle back around to in a minute because I had one more thing I wanted to say about that. And then um, Takeshi just asked the question about sleep. Natural sleep protocol. People can't sleep. What's up with that? Why are people having such a hard time sleeping? Um, Just about everyone, especially adults, um, and now even even kids are having a hard time sleeping. And, you know, there are reasons why people are having a hard time sleeping. And then there are things that we can do about it. And let's first start off talking about why people are having a hard time sleeping. Not uncommon. I hear it a ton. Well, first of all, you know, when I'm working with a client, I do a full comprehensive, you know, health assessment, obviously, and I can get a pretty good sense of what are the top high priority areas that we need to focus on and work on. It's often sleep. And, you know, I have to start looking down, digging into what are the root causes? Why is this person not sleeping? It could be as simple as this person is drinking a coffee beverage every day after lunch. You know, they go get their Starbucks, whatever it is, after lunch, and guess what? They're stimulated from the caffeine. Um, You know, the first thing I do is have a conversation with with people about their, their beverages. Tell me about, you know, let's look at your beverages. Let's look at your diet log and see if there's anything in your diet that could, can, and would be contributing to your inability to sleep at night. Because guess what? One of the main reasons that people don't sleep well at night is blood sugar. It's literally blood sugar regulation and insulin. Um, That's not something people often think about when they think about, I can't sleep. But the truth is, typically, I can look at someone's diet and look at their habits and and, and see if there is something that is going to contribute to blood sugar dysregulation uh, in the evening hours and into the early morning hours. Alcohol is one of them. I mean, you all know that. I mean, just by having done it, you drink wine before bed, you're probably going to wake up between one and three. And there's a few reasons for that. One is it's sugar, right? So it's just sugar activity in your body. Sugar feeds live 
organisms in your body. Yes, we all have live organisms in our bodies that we are hosting. And, you know, fungus is a live, living, breathing thing that is in our bodies that loves to feed off of sugar. So there's, so what I do with my clients is we really look at the diet. I look to see if this client has fungus and parasites. Um, I look at their microbiota and see, yes, what kind of live organisms are they, are they hosting a bunch of live organisms that literally, because that's what they do, feed off of sugar and they tend to do it at night. Literally just that activity alone can wake you up believe it or not. So indirectly, wine is affecting your blood sugar, but it could also be feeding live organisms that are um, creating a lot of, just a lot of activity uh, in you as a host, believe it or not. So, you know, that could be one of the reasons that you're not sleeping is your blood sugar needs to be balanced better. We need to look at your diet. We need to look at how we can support balancing your blood sugar when you sleep. And so that's one of the things that I do with people is help to get them on a better diet to support that as well as looking at, you know, like I said, fungus and parasites activity and then the liver. The liver is another um, is another reason why you wake up, say, around 3 a.m., 3 to 4 a.m., that's when your liver is really kicking in and doing its major jobs because when you sleep at night, your body, you know, all the body systems go to work. They go to work healing, repairing, doing their jobs. Um, It's all, you know, there's this rhythm that happens in your body. And when you honor that rhythm with your lifestyle, sleeping, exercising correctly, um, you know, feeding your body well, getting to bed at the right time, reducing the amount of electromagnetic energy that's surrounding you when you're asleep at night and during the day, um, you know, taking care of, you know, your, your, your nighttime environment. Do you have a computer right next to your bed that's, that's, you know, flashing, you know, bright lights at you? Is your phone next to you, you know, electromagnetic energy and certain lights, these blue lights that are in a lot of, you know, um, you know, cell phones and electronics are, are not uh, supportive of your body's best sleep abilities. They will actually keep you up. So, you know, there are certain chemical, chemicals that uh, come into play for you to sleep, including melatonin and um, all the precursors to melatonin. And, you, and those precursors um, to melatonin, which is a neurotransmitter that helps you to sleep, those precursors need to be found in your diet. You need to feed that pathway. The metabolic pathway to, to, to melatonin needs to be fed. And so certain foods will actually help support your sleep. Um, you know, like tryptophan, 5-hydroxytryptophan is one of those precursors to melatonin that can be supported through diet. So, for example, turkey, um, you know, is a good... They always say, you know, after Thanksgiving dinner, you want to go sleep, right? Well, there are certain foods that support boosting your melatonin levels. Um, so, you know, really just looking at the supporting your your neurotransmitters so that they are properly supported and functioning and as well as your hormones, hormones that are involved actually in supporting the neurotransmitters, um, reducing the amount of uh, 
microbial activity in your body, and then keeping your sleep environment in check. Um, You want your room to be as dark as possible. A little bit of fresh air is always great. If the room is stuffy and there's not good ventilation, you're not going to sleep as well. Um, fresh, clean air is also really important when you sleep. So if you have a, cl- you know, like a, a, a room, uh, you know, like a, a humidif- dehumidifier or anything that can help clean the air in your room um, and also gives off a little bit of white noise, which also helps people to sleep. Um, just a little bit of ambient noise helps people to kind of go into that zone and rest and sleep. Um, so, you know, the environment again, clean, fresh air, um, even cracking the window just a little bit is good. Um, and then making sure the room is dark and curtains are drawn because access to fake lights, but also to, you know, natural light, maybe even coming from the moon that will keep you up. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I noticed when there's a full moon, I don't sleep. How about you? Um, that's another thing that can affect it. You know, there are energies in the universe that our body responds to flat out. And those energies shift as we shift with the earth and the sun and, and the moon. And as we, um, go through the, the days and the calendar, there's going to be energetic shifts too, that do affect our ability to sleep. So do you know what I do when that happens? Cause I'm pretty sensitive to that. And I'm a very intuitive and creative person always going, going, going in my mind. So it's really important for me to be able to shut my mind off at night. So I've learned a lot of these practices and, um, and I, I do, I have it dialed in. I can shut it down. I fall asleep within seriously a minute to two minutes when I hit the pillow at night. And that's at 9.30. At 9.30 at night is my typical bedtime. When I hit the pillow, I am done. Literally, my husband can't have a conversation with me. And and really, I can't have one with him either because he goes to sleep as well. But I have it dialed in so that I hit the pillow, I am gone. And, you know, once in a while, I will take natural supportive supplements that support my melatonin. Um, You know, I don't take any sleep aids at all, anything pharmaceutically, nothing. If I take anything, it's just, it's, it's natural, like maybe some herbs to help relax you. Magnesium, Lord, don't even get me going on magnesium. I could talk for the rest of the hour on magnesium. And I actually will, um, I'll put it on my list of notes to talk next show about magnesium because it's a wonder mineral that we are so lacking in almost each and every one of us. You just can't get enough magnesium in your diet. Folks, you need to be supplementing with magnesium that alone will help you sleep better. It is the sleep mineral. And I always tell people when, you know, my clients come to me and they need a sleep routine. First thing I do is work with their diet, look at their blood sugar, look at the the fungus and parasites, talk about their external environment uh, in their room to make sure that's cool. Make sure they're not getting caffeine. Then I tell them to take magnesium before bed and I'd have them take a specific type of magnesium. So some magnesiums might make you go to the bathroom number two. So, you know, you want to make sure that you are taking the right form of magnesium and, um, you know, the, the, the bisglycinate form is what I recommend. Chelated magnesium. Um, I'll put this on my Facebook page. Actually, I'll put a link to my favorite magnesium, uh, because I have it in my online pharmacy and it's the 
best, helps people sleep. Sometimes that's all people need. We just work on their lifestyle. I literally get their diet in order. I get their um, their external environment in order. We take care of their gut, any microbes going on in the body, and make sure we, that they don't have a fungus or parasite issue. Give them a little magnesium, and they are sleeping like champs. And sometimes it's a little more involved, you know. And and again, building health is a process. It's a process. So, you know, I need to let you know that we're so used to quick fixes, pills, you know, give me a pill so I can go to sleep. You don't need it. And it's only going to cause other side effects. And it's only going to mask the root cause that's going on that you need to fix anyway. So, you know, once we do the diet and lifestyle, we bring in the magnesium. Sometimes people are low in their neurotransmitters. We need to support them with some other supplements that are going to boost up their melatonin levels. But then also, too, we... um, you know, we go further by giving them some nice relaxing herbs um, that are, you know, non-habit forming, just great. And usually people, I mean, I, I've rarely, really, really ever had anybody who didn't transform their sleep through what I'm talking about here. But, um, you know, and then sometimes it gets a little more complicated. And and then I just want to get back to quickly before I forget what I do when I can't sleep, when I've done it all and I can't sleep. And I will tell you that's pretty much every full moon. I can't sleep when there's a full moon. I don't care if I've done, dialed in every aspect of my lifestyle, taken my, my, my nighttime you know, herbs or whatever it is, and I still, I'm still have the monkey brain. I'm still lying there and it's this weird, not exhaustion. I am like, it's as if my body wants to be up and, you know, I had to ask myself a question, uh, you know, of, uh, you know, being here in the Valley of the moon, right in, in Sonoma, we have this intense, beautiful energy that comes from these full moons. Finally, I submitted to it. I said, you know what? I think my body does want to be up. And so you know what I started doing when that full moon comes and when I feel that I'm just up, I get up. And I have done some of the most creative, amazing work ever because I'm an entrepreneur and I love to write and I love to create and I love to educate people. I get up and I create. I get up and I honor what my body's trying to do, which is it's excited. There's this energy from the moon and whatever it is, my body just kind of wants to be up right now. So I get up, I take notes, I write, I think, I create, I meditate, I deep breathe, I, I stay in a zone. I don't go into a heavy lit room though. I will tell you, I go, I, I keep, I, I stay in the moonlight. I just stay in the moonlight because that's providing a t- enough light for me to really just sit and think and chill. And and if I need a, you know, a small flashlight type thing, if I'm writing down some notes, I do it. And I do that for a couple of hours. And I just kind of deep breathe and relax and listen. And then finally, my body tells me, okay, okay, I'm ready. And I go in and I go to bed and it's not a big deal. Because guess what? I sleep well most of the other nights. So it's not like I'm sleep deprived. I had a, a very creative you know, evening and, and then I recover and the next day I'm, I'm okay. It didn't really bother me. It didn't affect me too much. So, you know, sometimes you just got to really look beyond uh, the fight, 
the struggle with our health because there's so many things we don't, you know, we're not satisfied with. You know, I'm not satisfied with my, I'm not satisfied with my, you know, sleep or my weight or the fact that my joints ache and this and that, like, you know, and then you have to say, okay, we've got to figure out there, your body is talking to you. That's why I named this show Body Talk. Your body's going to talk to you each and every time. And whether it's achy joints, brain fog, can't, um, you know, you're exhausted, tired in the afternoons, whatever it's your body, that's your body's way of saying it's been stressed out in some way or another. Um, Because stress is, is at the root cause of most illness and whether it's toxic stress from environmental toxins, dietary stress from eating poor foods, um, being way, way, way overburdened with too many things in your life or, you know, not having enough finances, whatever it is, relationships, this all compounds and your body still has to respond to it with a biochemical physiological response. And guess what? Your body doesn't respond differently from one stressor to another. The body has an innate built-in stress response that it... Now, it might respond with a higher amount of intensity if you're under, you know, like a duress, like a a very highly stressful situation. The intense, it's going to be more intense the way your body responds. But it's actually that slow, daily stress that over time your body has to continually respond to respond to daily that is going to bring down your health over time because we're designed to have fight or flight that's like not a problem we're designed to have stressful moments where our body reacts very intensely and then we go back to our routine which is supposed to be fairly uh fairly stress less and and then once in a while we kick in the stress but what's happening with us today in our world today in our society today is that we're experiencing stress daily ongoing and almost even through the night with our poor sleep habits and whatnot so our body is now in this chronic stress state and this chronic stress state is is affecting us in ways that you know we weren't really designed to have to to have to um, be so for example the the belly fat the midsection fat that over time starts to build up from chronic stress and that's just a direct result of you know our stress hormones cortisol um, that that makes you want to store fat for safety and when the body sees that you're under chronic stress it wants to protect you and it wants to create um, fat so that if you go into major stress mode, you're able to sustain a little bit better and a little bit longer. Um, so, you know, stress is one of those things that, um, you know, we don't think about because it's almost so in our phases, faces every day and we're living it, we're experiencing it almost every minute of our days now because we are in overdrive. We're 
you know, we're living in, uh, especially here in the Bay Area, one of the most expensive areas in the country, if not the most expensive area in the country. And we are trying to make it. And then we are, you know, if you're raising kids or, you know, you have your work. And then we have our lack of nutrition. I'll tell you what, your body gets stressed out if it doesn't get the proper nutrition. Most people don't think about that. But if you, you know, when you're stressed, your body burns through B vitamins, minerals, magnesium, all those micronutrients, macronutrients that, you know, we don't get enough of. And the reason we don't get enough is because we don't have access to it. You know, unfortunately, um, our soils, even our organic soils today, don't deliver the amount of nutrition that we used to get, say, even, you know, 100 years ago. So what's happening is we're, we're, we're the most overfed, undernourished country in the world. And we are, you know, we're, we're living, but we're we're burning at such a rapid pace in all that we do. We require more nutrition, but we don't get it. So it's this bank account that just goes into major overdraft and it's hard to replete it. It's hard to replenish it. So that's where you got to work in the supplements. You know, you have to work in the nutritional supplements and then that's a whole nother that's a whole nother talk for me a different day because I am a believer. I'm a fan. When I consult doctors, you know, I consult doctors on how to use nutraceuticals in their practices to get people's, to get patients health back to where it needs to be. Because almost always when patients are experiencing health problems and health issues, there is some sort of nutritional deficiency at the root cause. And, um, so you got you to gotta supplement, but unfortunately, the, uh, the whole supplement industry is, um, it's a confusing to say the very least. And therefore, I recommend really to each and every one of you that you get your supplements, that you do do a supplemental protocol. You should be taking a high quality essential fatty acid every day, high quality multivitamins every day. Um, magnesium, yes. And, um, and then the list goes on there. But you should work with a qualified functional medicine doctor. And when I call it functional medicine, again, I'm talking about doctors who are trained in using nutraceuticals, nutrition to build your health back. And, you know, those are usually your naturopathic doctors. Those are your chiropractors who practice functional medicine, as well as MDs, medical doctors. Now, more and more are jumping on board with understanding the importance of nutritional biochemistry and nutritional interventions for building health and reversing disease. So with that said, um, you really want to make sure that you, it's worth it. Go see a functional medicine practitioner and get the right.